Welcome to Punchboard Paradise, coming to you from the heartland of America in Omaha, Nebraska, where we discuss the world of tabletop gaming, the topics that affect the board game community, and give honest and fair reviews of the industry's hottest games. In episode 86, the Punchboarders talk about some recent plays, we have a mailbag question that we answer, and then we start once again with our journey through the top 100 games of board game geek and finally we draft our letters m through p hey everybody i'm clark hey i'm chad i'm richie i'm kind of excited to go back through the top 100 i think it's changed a lot i think it has it It is way different it is way different What, what is this I know. Water. Whoa. I was chugging on the way over. <laughs> chugging water? No, 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 no. Oh, man. We got to have somebody go to the mountain, yeah. get a Mountain Dew here. This I know. Is- <laughs> it, it is. But seriously, they are out right now in Omaha. What? The one person that I know is a distributor, and she sent me to the one Walmart that's always supposed to have it stocked here in Omaha, and they're out. Oh, my goodness. Well, this, Even my wife you know, knows I, I'm... I honestly thought that this was just a joke for the podcast. He actually has a problem. Yeah, no, I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> Even my wife knows that I'm nicer. Uh, she got me like Mountain Dew Baja Blast, which is not the same. Not, not the same. Not the, <laughs> n- next thing we know, we're going to call Chad up. Hey, you want to play a I'm in Chicago right now. Uh, <laughs> I got a lead on a couple cases of Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh. Hey, if you can have your jack-in-the-box tacos... Hey, the, okay, I'll agree with you there. Yep. If it's like oh, Jack in a Box tacos to you, that's, yep. yep. Oh man, now you got me thinking about Jack in a Box tacos. I know. Oh I man, know. I got to get down to Kansas City again. All right, there you go. Uh, should we talk about board games? Sure, let's talk about board games. All right, well, Chad, what have you been playing? I'm, I'm, I am excited to hear about what you've been playing. I got my ass thumped last night. Well, you play Joe Farrell. That's a given. All right. <laughs> if you play Brent or Joe Farrell, very rarely do you ever go, hey, I want a game. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's not out yet, but Capstone is releasing Alexander Herter. I'm, I'm sorry, Alexander. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. H-U-E-R-T-R, Herter. He'll give me a call if you're not. Okay, okay. good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he, he, his first design was Lignum, which we love. Whew, love Lignum. Yeah. And he is releasing one through Capstone called Imperial Steam. And uh, this, was, this was an interesting play. So our good friend Joe uh, gave us a stellar teach on TTS because that's where you can, you, you can play it right now since it's What's not out. What's TTS? Tabletop Simulator. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, so somebody out there may not know what that was. Right, right. Uh, this was a uh, this was an interesting game. It is thinky and it is pretty heavy and it is it is relentless. Okay, I would before, say before you go in any exploit, just did you like it? Yeah, I did. Uh, but I need to qualify that. I need to qualify that. You know, it's never good when you have to qualify no. it. No. Okay. Well, well, listen. There's there okay. are reasons, right? I totally got splattered in this game, first of all, and it did feel like a splatter <laughs> game. It, it, I, and I said to Joe at the end, I was like, that was worse than Vino's because they were oh eight, wow, they were eight rounds, like like bank death row. Yes, death like spiral. death spiral. Like I, there was nothing I could do for about four rounds, basically. I think I'm gonna love this game already. All right, <laughs> so so there. It, basically, you are uh, you have a company, um, 
and you are building out trains uh, because you're supposed to get from Vienna to Trieste. And that is, uh, you know, in the 1800s, I guess this was a big railway venture that they wanted you to be able to build. So the uh, the game can last for up to eight rounds. And the goal is the most money at the end. But somebody has to get to Trieste from the starting base that everybody has in Vienna. Okay. And there are up to eight rounds. So in the game, you are uh, putting down stations. You're definitely building out rails to get there. Uh, You are having to, obviously, these things cost. Uh, You have to have workers that come from different towns that you need to have the same amount of influence in with your company as those towns to at least be able to hire workers. Uh, There are resources that you have to have like iron and wood and those sorts of things to build the rails. But just like uh, something like brass, the market goes up as those are built and there's only certain rounds that more cubes come out to see the board. So it gets more and more expensive really quick. It also gets more and more expensive to buy those workers too. So it's one of those games kind of like Lignum where you better plan ahead. You know, you really better plan ahead or you are totally screwed. And that's what happened with me because uh, myself and Tim, who hadn't read the, the manual, played with Joe and Pat, who had both read and stepped through the game earlier that day. And so I think that they sort of saw how the actions fit together a little bit more. And that's really what it's about, because I could see that workers coming out of the gate are really important. So I was uh, one of the first in turn order and able, able to move up that influence track to kind of manipulate that. And then I started to try to build tracks down towards Trieste. But I hadn't built an industry. An industry is how you get points. Because if you build a factory that makes wood or iron or those sorts of things, then you can fulfill and drop cubes into cities that need them. But there's only certain cities that need them. So halfway through the game, I hadn't built a factory. And any factory that I was going to get to, because you have to have certain spots to build factories that are open in cities, and then be near certain cities that are open to take those orders... I was totally cut off from them. And Pat kept cutting me off at every turn mm. where I, and then I just didn't have any money because that's the only way you can get money. The other way that you can get money is take a contract. Okay. Uh, the contract ensures that you will be able to, at the end, ship from your factory somewhere on the board to Trieste, a certain amount of, of coal or excuse me. Yeah. Coal's on there. Coal, iron, wood, that kind of thing could be a combination. So you take that, but you also have the stock market off to your board, which is basically like investors and your stock can go up as well, but you can sell a share and then you lose that investor and that investor goes up to the top of your board representing that at the end of the game, you lose 10% of your score at the end for selling off that share. But then uh, you can get that instant money. It's kind of like a way of showing that you took a loan basically. Okay. Um, but I got into a situation where <laughs> I didn't have any industries, but I still had to get money. So then I'm just like taking those contracts that I'm never going to be able to fulfill, selling <laughs> selling off my shares to investors. And I mean, at the end, it was, it was painful. I mean, I had a positive score, but just barely. Mm. Uh, so you can see like if you don't set yourself up for a good plan at the beginning or you get cut off a couple times, you can really get shafted. Now, 
the other thing you're doing in this game is you are you have these little hands, at least on the copy that we played on TTS, these little palms that you set out, almost like workers, to take an action, okay? And there's about 11 actions in the game. And as the rounds go on, you get more and more hand pawns or whatever you want to call it to take more and more actions during the round. But if you go to an action that you've already been to, you lose influence, basically. Mm. Which, obviously, you know, is important to get into the towns, to get workers, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, you can't even take the same action. They, there is one where you can just get $10, which isn't efficient at all. But <laughs> it got to mm. the point where, you know, I would just keep trying to take $10 and moving down the influence track. And, okay. yeah, it, it was exactly what you would think of as a spiral. So, are you, are you, are you going to pre-order this? See, here's the thing, right? I don't know. We did a, a a beginning scenario because the towns, to a certain extent, can be manipulated around the board, some of them where they are, and the requirements to build into them and all those kinds of, of things. But it seemed to me, and I could be wrong about this, that once you kind of know early on, because it's sort of a perfect information game, once you kind of know early on where you should go, what you should do first, it's going to kind of be prescribed. I could be wrong because this was just one play that I did horribly at. And maybe it could be like, you know, some other splatter games where it just depends on what other players do to you, you know. But you know how you felt with Food Chain before the expansion came out. Or Antiquity. You know, yeah. The first time yeah. I played yeah. it. Um, so would you feel, I mean, is it more like brass? Is it more like Age of Steam? Is it, I mean, would you, would you, what would you compare it I, I, to? Yeah, that's, I would say, I would say it's more like, like food chain. It is more like Ooh. if you do a wrong move, you are cut off and mm. you can just get, mm. you can this, just get screwed. I mean, so I'm, I'm pre-ordering pre it right you? now. Okay, good. <laughs> so here's this the, sounds great Here's the thing. It's just that uh, food chain seems like the board is a little bit more variable, can change a little bit. But again, that's just a first impression. It was okay. definitely interesting. I'd, I'd play it again. I think it's interesting too how it might play differently at player counts too. We had a max board for mm -hmm. players too. So it was just like okay. gnashing of teeth. I, everything you're describing just sounds, I sounds like something I would really enjoy. You, you should definitely try it. Cause you're going to be intrigued. I, I just, like I said, I, the caveat is I don't know how prescribed it could turn out to be. And that, that again, is just okay. a, a yeah. first play. But I, it was definitely something that people should check out on TTS because yeah. it, it is the kind of mean type game that we tend yeah. to love. Yeah, I'm good enough. I'll pre-order it. I, I'll wait. <laughs> uh, I do uh, like that. The, I mean, more and more, they're throwing them up on Tabletop Simulator while they're in the pre-order phase or on Kickstarter or anything like that, yeah, which is that nice. option. Yeah. Right. I if think that's like smart. That stuff, yeah. That's yeah. smart. That's an honest way to sell your game because mm. not yeah. every game if is going to be. a good game, yeah. you should feel confident to be able to throw it up there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. I, I totally agree with you. So that's that's good. So, well, cool. Uh, what did Tim think? Because I know Tim's a, you know, a much bigger Age of Steam fan than you are. So, <laughs> No, honestly. <laughs> he, <laughs> it, it, do, it doesn't really feel like Age of Steam. It doesn't feel like Age of Steam, by the way. Uh, Okay, you're I'm just messing with messing you. my yeah. <laughs> No, but what did Tim think? Did Tim like Tim, it? I, I think Tim yeah. liked it. He was just like, wow. He goes, This game is is mean. I yeah. am not gonna get it because no one here is gonna play it with me. Okay. So, Makes sense though. So, I mean that's how Lignum is, so right. Yeah. Right. And, and, and did Pat like it? Because you said he was doing a little bit better since yeah, he understood. I think it. I think Pat really liked it. I, I didn't get a sense of whether he would, you know, want to get it or not, but mm -hmm. it, it seemed to jive with him. Okay. Uh certainly. And like I, I said, uh, if you know going in, it helps to know. And and Joe gave a great teach, but I think it just helps to see 
you know, after that first play, how certain actions link up because it, I was just pulling levers and went, whoa, I'm yeah. gone. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's like trying to teach somebody food chain the first time. It's, yeah. I mean, it's really it's hard. Yeah, you got to hold their hand. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to say you can teach them rules, but then the strategy obviously is what makes those games. So that's good. Now this just on a quick flip side here. I'm just curious. So, cause obviously Capstone has announced a few games that they mm-hmm. are releasing. One obviously being Imperial Steam and then another being Boondock or Boon? No, Boon Lake. Boon Lake. Yeah. That's uh, which is a new I, Fister. Yeah, yeah, an Alexander Fister. So um, that looks like it's very story driven. <laughs> yeah, I'm, d- I'm done. I'm done. You know, I being first in line for that. Sight unseen. Yeah. 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 No, yeah. I, I got to know. I got to see. I got to watch a playthrough. I mean, we already I'm, know I'm, the story is going to be terrible. So. Are you getting the Meyer Kaibo expansion? I'll tell you, when somebody asked me, I said, no. Because mm. I looked at it, and it's basically some, there's a new solo mode. There's a new campaign. New campaign. And it was, I did hear there was player powers. I, I'm going to look into it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't excited about it. I'll tell you that much. It okay. did not make mm. go like, you, know, you would think almost I'd be an instant buy for me. But right, right. I don't know if what they're adding to it is really what I'm looking for. And yeah, this, this sounds really bad, but I have not played it in like over a year. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, now granted I've had a lot of new influence type of games, you know? And so there's a lot of other stuff that's like intriguing me right now, but I don't know. I mean, it was a four, it's a $40 expansion. Ooh, I didn't see that. It's a big price tag for an expansion. Yeah. yeah. I did see that they lowered the uh, price on the pipeline expansion because they have that coming out too. And it just seemed like it was some cards and punch out tiles to go over certain things. Hmm. And so uh, that was kind of complained about the pricing and then they really? did lower it. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, nice. Yeah. So interesting. But yeah, yeah I'm, I actually, I actually kind of am interested about the pri- pipeline expansion, but speaking of a game that we just, don't play for no good reason, honestly, because I would play yeah, that in a second. I, I really don't like Ryan Courtney. That's why I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He probably yeah, doesn't even guy. listen to us anymore. Yeah, yeah, I don't he's done. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, that's one of those games where I, I think for me, my play group for some reason is yeah. not a big fan of it. I mean, like, uh, uh, you know, my, my friends, Dan and Brent, who I play a lot with, both of them are not real high on the game so they don't want to play it so that's i mean if you don't have people around you that want to play it, that's not an easy game to say hey let's pull it off the shelf or whatever yeah. so if but, i catch it on sale i'll pick it up but for the, yeah for the expansion yeah. yeah yeah well we just i mean we honestly haven't played the base game enough but i i would yeah. i would play it more because i think that 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 game does have player interaction because if you watch what each other yeah, is doing a solid I game really yeah. is i, I yeah. do know in the pipeline one doesn't it just add higher weight higher things to have to do for the for the upgrades of your low grade to your medium grade, your high grade on the oil and stuff like that. I think not, not just that. That's no, one of the I'm things. just saying that's one of the things that I'm thinking I have a hard enough time with the base. Number. <laughs> right. Right. I need higher ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. There you go. Hey, Chad, we talked like four games during your segment there. So just, <laughs> okay. just for you. Yep. I, but I it was me who was adding them in. I, I, know. Say, yeah. I know. It was you this time. I was adding them in. So. <laughs> I like talking about games. I'm never going to have a problem with that. That's what, that's true. So. Well, what about you, Richie? Well, I've, I've been on a little bit more of a buying spree here recently. There was a time where time. I stopped buying board yeah. games. I started, you know, I got into sous vide cooking and sous vide. Oh, I, yeah. that, I don't even. That's so foreign to me. And also you in Next like time, a chef's hat and just <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Yeah. apron on. Yeah. You know, like, hey, welcome to my kitchen, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to bring back the birthday gaming. 
and I can make you guys Wait, some oh, sous vide steaks Cash, you know, coming up here in September. I would try we a sous vide need to steak. get yeah. that back on the, the docket. We do. So, also, yeah, because so. my wife is cooking a lot of vegan, I would Ooh. I would be happy yeah. to come, come on over. Come on over. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bought I bought a Gricola, which I don't know if that's going to be the wow. new the new Look. rule that if you lose, it you got to buy the game if, or if play you lose, it or you whatever. Buy the game, but you lose. Oh, but just to give a little update on the poll, the way it's going right now. Never mind. No, no. Wait a minute. Oh yeah. No. No. That is not the new rule. That is a new rule. No, yeah. it is not. <laughs> you got to buy it. Because I know what game is coming my way. <laughs> How about this? Either you buy it or you got to play it five times uh. in the next 90 days. Ooh, interesting. I like that. We'll, we'll, we can talk we'll about work it. that up. Okay, we got to work but, that up a little bit. All right. Uh, Agricola is dominating in the poll with 62% of the vote, 62.1% of the vote, and Caverna with 37.9%. Uh-huh. Boom. There you so, go. There you go. I played it once in real life because I, I bought the board game uh-huh. and, and the three decks. That's good. Okay. Did you play with Jess? Yep, play with okay. Jessica. Uh, and she hates Caverna. So, oh, well, she also hates Agricola. Oh. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> Didn't matter. She okay. She doesn't like farming. She doesn't. She doesn't like it's fields of arrows. Yeah. She doesn't like any. Uh, yeah, that's she doesn't like any. All, of right, that all right, I can give her that. Uh, so I played with her, and then I played the app uh, about five times, and I do like the card play, but yeah. the, the scoring, it just it takes you back to the same pl- spot every time. That's the only thing I have a problem with it. And with the expansion for Caverna, I don't see where I would ever. Like between those two, because I mean, obviously the game itself is the same. It's just worker placement. Uh huh. You know, you're getting your resources, trying to get your workers out. Yeah, I don't know. Well, if you want to talk expansion, Farmers of the Moor switches that up a little bit too, though. Which they're reprinting that. I'll buy yeah. that too. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think that's coming out later in the year. Yeah. But, um, so I'll give that a funny. try. But Did just I- based off of just the base game and the extra, I do like the extra decks, but ultimately mm-hmm. it just pushes me down the same. Did I, did I notice the other, I, I, obviously I don't play a lot of online gaming. I kind of got burnt out there a little bit, um, but uh, I thought I saw on Board Game Arena that they have Agricola now. Yes, as, yeah, that's a big deal. And um, I think Jason, yeah, Jason Brent invited me into a game. Uh-huh. And the one that we're playing in is just the, it seems like it's the family, there's no cards. Oh, yeah, that's the family oh, version. The but family it, that's version. not the only version on, on there. Okay, yeah. so maybe you just clicked the wrong thing when yeah, you set could it up. Be. So. Come on, Jason. <laughs> well, I will <laughs> tell you, I will tell you, my wife beat me in Agricola the other day for the umpteenth game. and But she was like, because we picked a different deck this time, and we like to draft all the time. And she's like, these damn cards. Wow. If it wasn't for the, these damn cards, this game. So she, I, you know, she doesn't, sometimes she doesn't like that stress, but she still ground me down anyway. Hmm. But it, I enjoyed my plays of it. I'll, I'll give you that. All right. So okay. fair enough. Fair and enough. then, oh, not. And this is just going to be a, a family game recommendation. Actually, since you're trying to play some more games with your your daughters, yeah, yeah. I think I gave up on that. But <laughs> 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 okay. Well, I think the other version of this game would work for Finn. Uh, but Knox has figured me out. Is if he comes and says, "Hey, Dad, can I have a toy?" I go, "No, no, you can't." Hey, Dad, can I have a board game? We're in the car. Two minutes later, <laughs> and we're going to the game shop, <laughs> and uh, and he's home right now off of school. So uh, he was like, "Hey, I want a board game." I was like, "Let's go!" So we went to the game shop, it. and he was just messing around and looking around, and he picked up Zombie Kids Evolution, yeah, which I had never heard of. Really? Okay. No, I haven't heard of it at all. Cool. Me neither. Okay. And then I looked it up. It's the number one kids game. Yep. On Whoa. BGG. Yeah. So I, we took it home, and it is it's extremely simple, but I would say it's like. It's almost like uh, my city. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. But like for kids. Yeah. It's like a cooperative little legacy light game. Yeah. 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 Exactly. There's Ooh. 13 envelopes in there. And the, the whole story behind the game is that you are kids in a school trying to lock the doors and keep the zombies out, essentially. Right. And there's it's a small little board. There's, uh, I think, five different colors that are the different rooms. And then there are four exits. Mm-hmm. And on your turn, you have to roll the die, which will bring in a zombie. And then you move. And if you move into a room with one or two zombies, you kill those zombies. They go away. If it's three zombies in a room, you can't go into that room. But you're just trying to get around the board to the different exits, get them locked. You have to do a high five with your partner, whoever is there with you. And the only way that you can lose the game is if you roll the die and you need to bring on zombies and you can't bring on zombies. Okay. So that's the basic game. And then every time you play the game on the back of the uh, rule book, there's this little chart that you're going through. And every time you play the game, you get to put a brain on there no matter what. But then there are achievements that you can do. And some of them are simple. You know, if you play a two player game, you get it. That's an achievement. Uh, you play a game where you eliminate all the zombies on the board at the end. That's an achievement, so on and so forth. And then that will give you extra stickers that you can put on. You can get to the envelopes faster. Uh, so we've been through, I think, 10 games. That weekend, we played 10 games because he just wanted to keep opening wow, envelopes. cool. Yeah. And, and it adds just little rules, makes it a little harder. Like it brings out player powers, brings out uh, powers for the zombies, and it's just a really cool game for kids. Yeah. And it's doing a really good job as far as just like teaching him more complex strategy, thinking, things like that. So huh. uh, I would definitely recommend it. And Knox is six and he handles it perfectly well. Uh, Isla, she she's four and she's, she checks out. Like she'll play one game with us and then she's kind of done. Right, she'll right. move around. But there is also a zombie teens, which I think got nominated for the Kenner or not the Kenner. It's got the, whatever the kids one is kinder kinderspiel Kinder yeah uh so possibly that would work for Finns or your kids club, yeah I so think. i i would say and here's what i i, I would say is that because i've heard from some people that uh they played zombie kids when it first came out right with their kids and it was mm-hmm. perfect and then they got the zombie teens and played it a few years later when it came out which is just recently and their kids had sort of moved on so i would encourage you if you oh, if you like zombie going, kids yeah. yeah to just Go on and go on get, to the next yeah, one. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's, uh, I was just kind of looking. It is uh, from Le Scorpion Mask. And that's like uh, Mask French, M-A-S-Q-U-E. But yeah, that's the the company in case people are looking it up. So yeah, Perfect. but fantastic kids game if you're if you're looking for one. And now, we should say for for a guy that likes to give his kid nightmares, like the the illustrations in this, yeah, is pretty, they're they're pretty tame. Yeah, they're nice. So my my only worry is, I mean, you're locking these doors to keep out. What happens when the water expires overnight? I mean, <laughs> luckily, oh, well, r- as far game. as right now, there's no water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's good. You good. just survive. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, what about you, Clef? What have you been playing? Oh well. Um, so the other day I went over to uh, my friend Dan's and Dan and Brent were there. We were about to play Maria. Nice. I was very excited because, uh, you know, I haven't gotten to play it yet. And I was, I was all excited. And then Brent goes, Hey, uh, let's play this other game real quick before we play Maria. Okay. What's that other game? Uh, well, that's what I'm going to talk about. And then we were about to play Maria and then we go, Oh, hey, let's watch the new episode of Schmegadoon, and then we watch the new episode of Schmegadoon, and then the next thing, of <laughs> course, Maria night. never gets to the table, of course, you know. But anyways, that's okay, though, because I played this other game, which I really actually really liked. And that is, uh, have you ever heard of this designer? Reiner Knizia. Have you heard of him before? Yes. Uh, yeah. Sounds he, familiar. He makes a game called Raw 
that is kind of like, nothing does like it have dwarves in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not thing of Valir. That's the expansion. Uh, need of Valir. Yeah, yeah, that one. Okay. No, this one is Babylonia. Oh yeah. Okay. Have either one of you played this one before? I played it with you. I taught you this game. I taught you both this game. I did not play this game. You did not you teach taught it me to this. Me. Yeah, you did. No, you didn't. Yes. No, you talked phone? about it. You talked maybe, about it on the podcast. Maybe you weren't there. No, Someone was else was there, there for that that game. I I think you're thinking of different people. No. Okay. You, you I, barely record your plays anymore. Yeah, but two years, whatever, how long ago this would have been, is I would have. Is that the Dan influence? Gonna, I'm going to look. You, you pull it up. It is not in my phone at all. Never heard of it. Never had seen it before. No way you taught me this game. Well, he definitely talked about it on the podcast. Did he? Yeah, he totally did. Uh, he was like, eh, I, it's okay. I very rarely listen to you guys when you talk. Yeah. Oh, I've never played this with you. Yes. <laughs> what I'm talking about. I talked about it on the podcast. Yes, you did. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm going to talk about it again. All right. All right. All right. Go so, for it. Uh, yeah, it's a, a tile laying game, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. You're, you've got these discs and you're, there's these different cities or spots that are around the board and you're obviously, you're, you're putting these discs out that have different symbols on them. And I'm not going to go terribly into detail, but as you're laying them, anytime that you ever surround a, uh, a city, it triggers. And then every disc that you have that is either around it or connected to it, will score you points. But other players can also be around it, and they can also score points when you trigger it. And so it's just this really, I mean, the rules are super simple for the game, but I thought the strategy was really, really interesting. Um, there's also these farmers that you can use, and on your turn, you basically are going to lay out either two symbols of your choice, or you can lay out as many farmers as you want to. So, I mean, you uh, up to five, obviously, because five is the most you, you'll ever have in your thing. So, and it's just simply really kind of trying to figure out how to kind of connect it. And then if you surround, there's also uh, some uh, ziggurats. Is that what they're called, I think? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The ziggurats are out there. If you surround the ziggurat, then you get like a special player power. And I got one that was that, all the water made you still connected to the other areas. So like I could be on two different continents and yet I was still getting these triggering bonuses uh, by going on them. Um, just to me, Kinesia is so genius at this type of game. The very simple on what you're doing, yet a lot of underlying strategy in it. So did you like this game, Richie? I, I'm honest, uh, I don't remember you talking about it. I, I didn't mind it. I, I so. did sell it. It reminded me of like Samurai and Through the Desert, which are both Kinesias and both games that I also sold. Okay. I like, like Yellow and Yangtze is like for Kinesia, like that style of game. That's my favorite of that type Okay, of his, for his games. You it, sold it Samurai? You didn't like Samurai? I liked it, oh. but it's, you know, I'm cutting, I'm cutting down. I'm, I'm getting cutting those down. out of there. All right. It's Let's just that I would never pull it out over like Yellow and Yangtze. I would just play that. I think of all of those, I like Samurai best. I think of all of his sort of control the board sort of things, mm. you know? Yeah. But, I, don't know. I, I also think it's a game that I think my wife would really enjoy. I think that she likes the simplicity of the rules and yet likes that deep strategy. So I think that might've been more of, you know, I, I don't think it's going to be a game that I'd play a lot, you know, for, with, with other people, but I think mm-hmm. that would be one that I think she'd really yeah, enjoy. It's all a game. He's fantastic about peering down and yeah. getting to the mm-hmm. essence of a game. He's exactly. fantastic about mm-hmm. that. Absolutely. And those little so. things look like those like uh, disgusting Neko That's what I said, wafers. dude. Neko yeah. wafers. That's what I said. <laughs> uh, and the components are, they're nice, but boy, those, they're very light. Every one yes. of the components yeah. is very, very light. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which and I, did they fix the stands? I know that that was an issue with 
because I bought it when it first came out. Uh, the stands were fine. Were they working no, fine? Yeah. Yep. No okay. issues with the That's stands good. whatsoever. Yep. They worked great. So where you just hold your, it's where you can kind of put your pieces so you can see what you got or whatever. So, got it. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so that was uh, Babylonia by Reiner Canizia. Let me ask you, do you think Babylonia would be uh, just as good at two as it was at uh, three or? Yeah, because you cut down the area mm. like uh, it has smaller scales, area. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're, you'd be a lot more probably you know, like a heads up type of thing. In where each other's in face. Yeah. Where the, with three, because I played it at three and Brent and I were kind of on one island and then Dan was kind of off all by himself. And, and Dan kind of, he ended up winning the game because he was just kind of all by himself. And Brent and I were kind of fighting over in the one area. So I actually might think like, I think maybe two or four might be better player counts because then you'd be probably fighting in both of those a little bit more than what we were with a three player. So, Very cool. Yeah. All right. I think those were some interesting games to be yeah. talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for sharing fellas. So let's, uh, should we move on to a little mailbag? Yeah. Let's talk about mailbag. All right, fellas, we got another mailbag question. And then, right, another body in the mailbag. What? what the heck? How big is that <laughs> mailbag? Bodies in that well, bag. I think Dan might be dead, and I think Brent might have ate him. So. Oh, that might be the case. Okay. That, that was a poor decision on Brent's part. I've, I've, <laughs> I, if you are what you eat, I've seen I've seen some bad <laughs> stuff there. A lot of fatty Brent's tissue. A, yeah. Dan's mostly made of bacon. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, and Brent's a vegetarian, so that's not good. That's really, yeah. <laughs> it so was Brent? a tough choice, but I think it was the right one. <laughs> Okay, my question today, fellas, is are there any games that you avoid simply because there's components that are utilized in them that for some reason you are loath to engage with? Uh, For example, I hate minis games, and I don't know why. There's just something about them that makes me think I'm playing with toys rather than strategizing and using my brain. And there really might be some great minis games out there, but I look at them and I think... Get away. <laughs> all right. Okay. What do you fellas think? Good question. I Good think, question. first of all, I think um, when we when I finally ask Volko if he'll come on our show, if I, uh, I'm i going to ask him to design a game, a coin game with minis. That's going to be my... <laughs> Brent will be just... <laughs> he, will, <laughs> he might have some problems. Uh, that's a great question. Because um, I know there's probably a lot of people out there that are probably the opposite of Brent. You know, if they look at like a really boring Euro game that just has, you know, wooden cubes and maybe, you know, not not flashy components, they're probably like, eh, I'm going to pass. It just doesn't look that good to me. But Brent's the opposite of saying too much bling is 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 too much. Well, and it, it's his visceral uh, reaction seems like it, it just he, he doesn't he feels like that's not great to play with toys. I mean, honestly, I think, you know, it, it, board games are toys to some extent they they just are they really are yeah and 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 bec- and it's important for adults to play too i mean i, th- I think sure, play is important but so. i think probably you know and i would i would tend to agree with him in this sense that some games take too much time on making everything over the top and pretty and minis and you know and i'll, I'll give the example of everdale you know that big old gimmick of that tree where you know that stuff i, I you know, just give me the substance, you know, and I'm, I'm fine with it. Now I like pretty components. I mean, I'm not like, I want an ugly game, but 
Yeah. Well, you're talking about at yeah. the expense of gameplay, which nobody wants that. I'm just saying, because this is really interesting and kind of fun to think about, because Brent's saying he has like a visceral reaction. Like he doesn't even want to almost get into it. It's just like, oh, I can't, don't even right. put those minis near me. It's, you know, it'd be like, will you play a game if paper money is all you have? Ooh. Wow. <laughs> um, I mean, if, if, if that's all we had and now do I know this? I'm like, are you saying like you can play age of steam, but you have to play with paper money? I mean, I, yes, I would do it if I had to. Okay. I don't know if I believe that. Uh, what? <laughs> there are like, especially you like, I do, I just don't have this. I don't care right. if there's minis out there. I don't care if it looks like a boring Euro game. If it looks like food chain magnate, fine. Playing online with that, the Gaia project was, was almost oh, like a spreadsheet. God. I'm oh. fine with that too. As long as it works. But you, like uh, Takenu, like he had a problem with the obelisk. He took that out immediately and refused to have it on the board. Yeah. yeah you just in the way. You yeah. do have issues with gimmicks. Would you say that? I mean, I, I wonder if that's the case. I mean, like, because, you know, I mean, certain obviously games like the tree in Everdale is a gimmick. It is not sure. necessary. It is not helpful for the game. It's a gimmick. And people see that tree and go, Ooh, what is that? You know, that's yeah. why it's there. Um, so a lot of people would say the gears and Zulkin are a gimmick. You could play that game without the gears. I mean, you could just move the things up normally, you know, type of thing. You but could, but it's easier to visualize. I feel yeah, like for I that agree, game. but yes, but I'm saying, sometimes the gimmick works. Exactly. In, yes. in sure, that absolutely. And Zulkin, it does. But, um, you know, I mean, so it's, it's a gimmicky thing. And honestly, a lot of time miniatures are, I mean, I wouldn't say they're a gimmick, but they're certainly there to draw in a certain crowd. I mean, you're not, you're not going to be playing, you know, food chain magnate with a bunch of miniatures. He's just not going to, it's not, it's not, Unless it's not those dollhouse uh, food miniatures. Right. Some people it just do. depends. Yeah. Some uh, people bling so. out their games that way. And, and it just depends on what you want out of the game. I feel like, so it, for example, if I'm going to play D and D with Finn, he would like to have a mini out there on the board. Cause he can go, Oh yeah, that's me. That's my guy. You know, I am that guy. It just sure. helps for the immersion for some people of the theme. And I always, I, I think by the way, Richie, that this is funny because, you know, I know a lot of times you're like theme shmeem, but really mansions of madness is like so much about theme, you know, and that's, that's oh, yeah. a game you really love. This is true. I don't, I like a good theme. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm not saying that I don't like a good theme, but I don't care. Like, especially it when it comes to, to euros. I really don't care what the theme is. Okay, fair enough. Like when people are trying to like that, there's like eight resources and like one's purple, and someone's trying to tell me, I was like, just say purple. Right. Yeah. We don't like. I don't care. Okay. what agree. that resource is. Just I agree. Tell with me what that. it is. I agree with that. I, I don't. For me, I do not think that there is a game that I would actively say I do not. I would refuse to play it because of anything in it. But I'm definitely more on Brent's frame of mind. If you show me a game and it's got a ton of miniatures in it, I'm probably going to not want to seek it out or try to play it. I mean, you're, you're going to have to really force me to play it. Uh, like blood rage is one of those games where, I mean, I've played it, obviously. I think the game is not that good. I know sacrilege. I know a lot of people like it. I don't think that game is all that good. And I think if you take the miniatures out of that game, I don't think that game sniffs the light of day. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think the gameplay is all that good. It's because people get to play with those, um, cool, amazing miniatures is why that game is as popular as it is. I, I mean, I do like the the card drafting. I think the drafting, yeah, I think, I think the drafting the for a lot of people part in that game. Yeah, mm. and if it 
So if we were just replaced Blood Rage with tokens, you're more in on that. I, I'm not saying that because I don't think the game is all that good. But I'm just I, saying, I think, let's but, say I, I, I bring over a, a board that doesn't look like the Blood Rage board. You have no clue what it is, and it's just tokens. Uh -huh. And then I describe the game to you. You would be willing to give that a try. And you say, I, these are Caesar's forces. Yes. I <laughs> think I would be more apt to give it a try than if I see these giant miniatures with, you know, I don't know. All those things are just, I'm like, get that stuff <laughs> off the board. Give me a break. I don't that is know. funny. So, yeah. I understand. I, I, I Well, I can tell you that if you made me play an 18xx game with paper money, I would play it because I don't get to play 18xx enough, but I would be angry and I would tell everybody afterwards that you played <laughs> I, it with paper okay. money. <laughs> I think I would be less apt to play an 18xx game with paper money than Age of Steam. You don't use as much money in Age of Steam as you do in yeah, 18xx. Right. Yeah. I mean, especially the first like four or five rounds in Age of Steam. And what do you, as long, I mean, you can be like, okay, I, I made $7. Like I know, yeah. eight, you know, then yeah. you don't need all that much cash. Right. So I think it'd be okay. Um, but yeah, 18XX, yeah, or uh, City of the Big Shoulders, those type of games, no way am I going to play those with paper money. Yeah. The only way I would play an 18XX with paper money is if it was like that level 99 card game with the fat stacks. With the fat stacks. <laughs> yeah. fat stacks you can throw them at each one. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. 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 Well, what or do you feel or about if it was the... real money and I got to keep it at the end there of the game. There you go, yeah. <laughs> well, what do you feel about the, like, the deluxe? Like, I'm still confused on Rococo costing now $150 when it was a $30 Euro game Wow. Not that long ago. Uh, no, and it's the exact same game. So no I don't going to buy a, that deluxe version of that game. No, a lot of people thing. have. Shut up. <laughs> Here's the <laughs> thing. <laughs> My brother-in-law just, I just played it this past weekend. It, it is a good game. Yeah. It is not a $150 no, game. Here's no. the thing. The reason that a lot of people bought it is because the jewelry expansion is in it, first of all, okay? And that one you couldn't get for a long time. It was really hard to get. But more people bought it because it was blinged out and was pretty with Ian e O'Toole art. I will than, give you that. Then cared about the jewelry Look, expansion. Ian e O'Toole knows it himself. His Part of his job is to is to sell a game. Sure. He, he sells a game nowadays, and he knows it. And yes, I think that's a good... But it's not worth $150. No, no, no. And I didn't pay anywhere near that. Like, not even close. Uh, but it also has a solo. It also has a solo in it, too. How did your... Why'd your brother pay $150 for it? Brother-in-law. Um, he got it as a gift. He got it as a birthday gift from his uh, his wife, so... Yeah, she just bought the What did you spend on it? Yeah. I paid less than $100. Still expensive yeah. for for Rococo. Yeah, but honestly, yeah. before I sold my jewelry expansion and my regular Rococo, I did not pay much for it. When you when you factor in what selling that, yeah, yeah. and I did the same thing because I because I think I bought the jewelry expansion right when it came out. Yep. I bought it from Board Game Bliss, which is Canadian money. And so it was, ended up being like 15 bucks US. <laughs> I thought you it was going to be like, I know, it like, was like fake money. Didn't even yeah, count. I, know, I thought he was like, it's Canadian money. It's basically play money. <laughs> Sorry, Dave in Saskatoon. <laughs> That's why I didn't say that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. But yeah, okay. I yeah it's, okay. it still baffles me on the. Mm. I would say yeah. we all have our we all have our little picayune things, but uh, yeah. that was a good question from Brian. Yeah, 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 totally worth it for yeah. him to eat Dan inside the bag. <laughs> so thank you, Brian. Yeah, 
you know, a lot of, a lot of beef pizza in there, but that's yeah. okay. All right. You know what we should talk about? Oh, what? I'd really, really like to talk about a little bit more since we got sent a copy. I'd like to talk about Distilled. We kind of talked about it in a Kickstarter corner. That's right. We hadn't had a yeah. chance to play it, but now we, uh, Chad and I have played it. Yeah, yeah I haven't, and, had, but I want to hear. Yeah, okay. You bet you do. Let's hear. So, Clef, you and I played Distilled from Dave Beck and Paverson or Paverson Games. I'm not sure. Yeah, one of those two. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay. You had played it first with some people. Yeah, I, I then, taught it a couple times. And you kind of gave me the, I don't know, Clef, you, I don't know if you're going to like it. Clef like, <laughs> oh, is picky man. in my <laughs> yeah. defense. So, yeah. um, so then I taught it to a couple of, I, I don't want to, they're not, uh, one of them is one of our patrons, uh, Mark, and mm-hmm. then his wife, and then I, and my wife, and I taught them. And Mark is very Mr. Oh, I, you know, I'm a video game man, but I'm not a board game guy, you right, know, yeah. I'm not gonna, but, but I'll learn it type of thing. Right. So I was like, all right, well, this is, I thought this would be a nice game to kind of teach them, you know, not necessarily a super, you know, it's not like I'm gonna throw food chain on him or anything like that. So that was be a nice one. And as I read the rule book, I was like, I think they could handle this. Sure. So, um, you know, so I, I taught them and, as we kind of talked, I think you kind of explained the game the first time. I mean, it's basically you're making uh, different types of alcohol, and object of the game is to score the most victory points. So, I mean, pre- pretty basic on that. And so, I taught them, and as they were going along, I mean, they were getting it, and you know, I think uh, they were really enjoying it. So, I and I, I will say this, I liked it. Yeah. I was, you had got me worried, and then <laughs> I was like, this is a really good game. I mean. It's not heavy. I mean, you're not, don't look at this as something, you know, super heavy, but I liked the puzzle mm-hmm. because there's a lot of different choices that you have every single round on whether you can, you can upgrade your distillery, you can get special ingredients, you can get these fancy bottles. Sometimes you need to get uh, like wooden barrels or clay barrels to like age and you can decide like, uh, do I want to age it? Um, which I, makes me not get any money that round. But obviously, it gives you an opportunity to score a lot of money and victory points later after it's been aged and you've had some flavors to it. So I really found there to be an interesting puzzle. Not a ton of player interaction. You're kind of doing your own thing. You might be like, ooh, I can grab that ingredient before somebody or maybe I'm grabbing that upgrade, you know, type of thing. But not really much of a a player interaction, but still a nice little puzzle. Honestly, I'll tell you, not maybe quite as... You know, I think uh, Crescent City Cargo is a little bit more higher on the uh, on the strategy level, but I still found similar type of things where you're doing your uh, a kind of a puzzle thing, and I, I I really liked it. Yeah, I would say that uh, where the interaction came in most in the plays that I've had is uh, grabbing a recipe, maybe because there's a, a limited amount of recipes That's for true. some of the alcohols, yep. okay. and so you can still make that. So it's a little bit forgiving in that you could still make that alcohol if somebody grabbed the recipe, but right. now you don't get to put the label on and get the special to ability. get that little bonus or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah which you're feels right. yep. really great because some of those yeah. dovetail really nicely when you can take some of those extra abilities with yeah, putting a you label. Yeah, grab on. the other things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really I, i'll say this i think it's a really well put together game yes i it, really think he's done a, a good job of play testing this and i think it's very very solid so. yeah what's really nice too is that um the theme comes through so well like it's a theme that we don't see that much of there's brew crafters which is about your own brewery but this is this is specifically spirits this is yeah. alcohols and um he's it's really interesting because 
I played it with a friend of mine who uh-huh. is big into alcohols, right? He's big into them. And then my friend was going through and going, oh, culturally, this this kind of alcohol is actually like this. And it's so cool that he took the time to, to understand that. And he was like, oh, wow, uh, I haven't seen one of these stills in a long time. Uh, this is so interesting. Oh, or, I'm glad cool. you have friends outside of us that appreciate things. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he, had, he had even said, I met... Because you can be different different uh, people, you know, in yeah. the game. And he goes, oh, I even met this person's great-granddaughter. You know? like, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah cool. it was. I'm, so I'm telling you, like, for people that really are into that theme, there is a lot there to get into. And it, it's it's well done. You feel like you're doing some of the, the stuff it, that you would do. And talk about you can integrate a drinking party game into this. I mean, be like, all right, whatever you just distilled. You got to go drink that now. <laughs> well, I would think by the end of the round, you might have some trouble here because you do have to have some planning, but you might not feel as bad when you try to uh, distill your, yeah. your recipe down uh, and lost a key and ingredient. The, uh, so obviously one of the main mechanics there is when you go to distill, you put these cards you want to in the uh, wash. Your, uh, your uh, wash back. Wash back, yeah. And then you mix them all up and you add alcohol, however many sugars, you know, you add alcohol and then you mix them up and then you take the top and the bottom one off. So if you're trying to make a certain recipe and it needs like say two plant sugars and a, and a grain sugar, you might want to have more than just two and one of those things because you randomly could, or you could just press your luck and hope for the best. So, which I liked that too. I mean, it was like a, well, do you want to have more of it to make sure, or do you want to press your luck and maybe get a cool bottle or something that could get you some more points or money. Yeah. Right. And in the, it is forgiving a little bit in that you always can make something. You can always make moonshine or vodka, depending on what you've got left Mm -hmm. in your, in your batch. But yeah, the, uh, I want to call it the four shot, but it's not, maybe it is the four shot and the faint are what come off in a distilling actual distilling phase. And so the top card is the four shot and the bottom card is the faint. And when I told my friend that he was like, Oh my gosh, that is so cool. Because that's, you know, again, that's just another thematic just, touch in there. Just a layer yeah. on there. So, yeah. I yeah. I liken it to, uh, it's a light medium game, and I liken it to Wingspan a little bit. It's got more planning, I will say, than Wingspan does, but it is, it embraces its theme like like you would want it to if you like that theme in the same way that Wingspan sort of feels like it's thematic and, uh, it, you know, it's accessible. It really right. feels like it's accessible. Right. So you can teach it to those people that... Yeah that feel like they're making decisions, but it's yeah. not a big, heavy board game. Yeah. I, Richie, I think you'll, I mean, I think you'll appreciate it. I think it's, you know, it'd be a good one to teach Jessica. It's not hard. Yeah, I'm you know, excited hard to try it. So, yeah, it's, it's good. Now, what if somebody wants to, to still get this game, even since Kickstarter is over, Chad? Well, Dave Beck told me that uh, people can just go to the Kickstarter page and they can, in fact, uh, they can, in fact, sign up and basically get in to have an email sign up and fill it out. And then it'll take them to a backer kit for a late pledge, basically. Ooh. So at this point they can, they can still get in on it. And, and by the way, we played a prototype copy and it. It looks great. Oh, I, I think it looks amazing. One of my favorite parts, I love boards that have the score track that are like in tens, like think mm, Yokohama. Yeah. Like when you score in Yokohama, you know how you can just, if you score 32 points, you can just move down three spots and then two over. And yeah. you, you know, you don't, I'm not saying I don't want to think, but it just makes it easier yeah, as opposed to when you're trying to go easier. around. Yeah. And it has one of those. And each one of the different numbers is like a different glass of alcohol. I think that's really cool. I don't know if that's going to be in the final version, 
but I thought it was really cool. I really liked it and uh, I'm excited. So if, if this theme piques your interest, I would say you really need to check it out because I think if you are already interested in the theme, you're going to like this game because it does it so well. And if you mention Punchboard Paradise when you send him that email, he's going to say, okay. <laughs> you don't get anything special. <laughs> He's just gonna say okay. <laughs> he may not even acknowledge it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On second thought, he may not do anything different. But any- hey, there you go. You can still say you heard it on Punchboard Paradise. Well, you know one person that probably won't disown us, at least not this week. 3D bit space. Probably not this week, but maybe soon. Who knows? <laughs> Hey, Punch Bunch, are you tired of having all your resources and chits all over the table? Well, do I have a solution for you? Magnetic hex trays from 3D Bitspace. They will keep your table organized and be a huge space saver. So head on over to 3D Bitspace at Etsy.com and order yours today. And if you mention Punchboard Paradise, you're going to get a free hex tray. You know what? You know what? It's time for in the uh, in the alphabet draft. It's time for that part where, as a kid, you think like it's all one letter. You know, you know A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P. You know when you sing the song, you know it's all there one one letter. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me. Do you know why? You do you know why the pterodactyl was so quiet going to the bathroom? No, no, because the P was silent. All right, so on Punchboard Paradise, we like unique lists. That's why we draft. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna roll off to see who uh, drafts first. Is is there really a point to roll? Yes, I'm gonna win yes. this roll off. Chad I have wins to every Come time. On. One letter. I only put down two games. <laughs> so, all right, hold on, Chad. You roll first. I want to know what Richie and I have to beat. Oh, come on. No, come, come on. on. Roll. All right. Let's go. Let's see it. One, one, one. Oh, Four. pretty it's beatable. Okay. It's All right. beatable. I'm feeling good. Oh, roll off. Roll off. Oh, oh. I thought yours was an eight. No, no they're, they're tied. tied. Okay, so uh, we had sixes. All why, right. Why'd you say anything, Chad? I just went with it. Uh, oh, thank oh, God. All right, I'm going Richie first. wins. Clef, you, you're going to go second. I'll give you okay. second. All right. All right. Chad's been going first for the past yeah, three or needs, four drafts. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. He At needs the to end. go last. Yep. All right. All right. Hey, just take Lacerda games and you'll you'll win. I'm starting with a Lacerda game. <laughs> what? Oh, I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> My O's, I only put yeah. down two games. Yeah, that All was right. tough. It was All tough. Right. Uh, so right. I'm going with On Mars. Probably, I think at this point, I think it's the second or third favorite Lacerda game. I need to get it back out. I did not back the the expansion because I think nah. I think that's a step too far. I just <laughs> for it's like a one it's either cooperative or one versus many for that. And yeah. it just doesn't oh. seem like what I want on Mars to be. No. no. Okay. All but right. A but, fantastic Lacerda game. It is it's one that I thought was because a lot of times when I when I sit down for a Lacerda game, I'm just like, okay, it's there gets to a point in the rules explanation where I'm like, I'm done. I'm done learning. Let's just yeah, let's go. And then we'll, we'll just figure it out as we go. Uh, and I thought I was going to have that issue with On Mars, but I, I, I did not. And even though it is probably one of the heavier games, uh, it all 
click for me much easier than like Lisboa, for for example. So mm, okay, yeah. So on Mars, my first pick. That's a good pick. There's a lot of interaction in that game, and I will say my very favorite thing about this game that gets me jazzed to play it every time is you can kind of pick the length of game because of those yeah. end game con- mm. conditions you get to choose. I love that about that game. Yeah, great game. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to take a amazing game and uh well hmm now i'm thinking <laughs> there's a lot of good games in this in this set mm. made him think there's an well, end, there's a, there's an end that i could take away from uh richie that yeah he would not be yeah, very happy yeah. with me and then he would claim that i don't ever play that game anymore so um <laughs> but actually i'm gonna take a game that i think is still, it's gonna come back to you before it hits me so, so. that's true i'm gonna take a game though that i absolutely love and, you know, I can kind of cheat almost even with it and just say, you know, uh, there's many games that have this starting word and then have something behind it. But I'm going to very, very specific. And I'm going to take PAX Premier Second Edition by Mr. Cole Worley. Nice. This game is just flat out amazing. I mean, yeah. it is so, I mean, all the PAX games are really good, but this is still for me, my favorite. It still has just the interaction and the trying to, you know, switch to what faction you need at a certain time is just so interesting. I like it at all player counts. Uh, it's just absolutely an amazing game. And uh, yeah, so I'm going to right away, I'm going to take the P and I'm going to take PAX Premier, second edition. That was a good choice. That was right. that was top of my list there for this, this one. So yeah, uh, it's so great. All right. Yeah, I haven't had two picks in a row for a long time, not in the first round. So... Uh, I gotta say though, there's a there's a P game I'm surprised you didn't pick, but we'll talk about that at the end. I feel like uh, it's tighter for me in the O's, so I better get that out of the way. I'm gonna say for O because I only have a few here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with a, a a game I haven't gotten very many plays of, and certainly not recently, except for a couple of solo plays. But uh, this is an Uwe Rosenberg game, and I'm gonna go with Aura at Labora. Ooh. Uh, so this is not my favorite Rosenberg game, but I still think it's a good one, and uh, I quite like it a lot. I especially I think I like it best at two player. This is one of those that they have complained that you know if you're not playing France or, uh, gosh, what's the other side? Is it Germany? I can't remember. If you're not playing one of those. T- Two, you know, it, there's not much variation. You know, in other words, you've just got the two sides of the board and they wish that they that he would make an expansion. But I just think, you know, the resource wheel and the buildings and using other people's buildings, he's done a lot of that in all of his games. But I really still like the mix that Aura at Labora is. So mm. that's going to be my O, I think. I, I think for me, and I I mean, it's it's a good game and I'm not trying to, but I, I, I feel like it is almost... Same game as Lahav, and I just think Lahav is much better and more tighter for me. Where to me, it's almost Lahav without having to feed the people. Yeah, I can I can understand that. I can see that. I I I like the resource wheel. Now moving around with the the you know the spaces uh, in Lahav, you know you just are always going to take the biggest thing, and I and I suppose you could make that argument for the wheel too. But that's I, that's how I felt. I mean, it was know. like, oh, there's seven wood on the wheel. Well, I'll take that. Well, yeah. the same thing in Lahav. Well, there's seven wood out there. Well, I'll take that. I just yeah. it, once again, I, d- I don't think it's a bad game. I, I mean, just really, that's, is, that's all so. Rosenberg games. There are a pile of wood out there. You got to. That's take true. It. I mean, well, it's not much. Yeah, that's true. If it was called Le Uhav, 
I would have picked that one. So, <laughs> but it's not. What was that again? <laughs> so that's my O. All right. So what's your next one? You know what? This is difficult. I'm 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 caught between some peas, and uh, <laughs> seems like a personal problem. <laughs> I'm gonna I I'm going to say this is a simple game. And I probably shouldn't draft so many Rosenberg games, but I'm going to say Patchwork for my P. I don't have a lot of P's here. Pax Pamir was top of the list, but I really, uh, Patchwork is a couples game that my wife really still enjoys. And I like it more than all of his other tile layers, uh, Spring Awakening or Fall, whatever it is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know them. I'm sorry to be dismissive, but I've played them, but they just, this gets to the essence of what it is and it's quick and fast and, you know, I, I like it. I enjoy it. So Patchwork is going to be my number two. Solid game. Yeah, it is a solid. I actually just played a game of it on the app the other day. Nice. And lost, which I always <laughs> do. Um, I put it on the medium, and I can never beat the medium person, no matter what. I think they cheat somehow. Um, okay. <laughs> so, well, I guess I can wait on my O, since I that's all taken here. So now I can uh, – it's tough. It's not I know. Tough. I know what two games Richie's going to take for his M and his, and his N. Yeah. I so mean, you take your M. Uh, you. I think you'd be better off with your M. Uh, Don't you think so? Probably. I mean, obviously, I it is, so it is one of my M's. tops. I didn't have that many M's. I have a chunk of M's. I yeah, had I mean, a ton I would, of M's. I mean, I guess maybe I cut a bunch out. But all right. Anyways. Um, you know, okay. I'm going to do my M. Take the N. No, no I'm going to do my M because I'm going to take my my N. So, okay. All right. Um, People right now listening are like, Can you <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> um, I'll take my M and I'm going to take Madeira. So this is my favorite What's Your Game game. It is thinky, heavy, strategy, planning. It has all the thing. I mean, trading in the Mediterranean, all the things I love from a Euro game. It just, it clicks and hits all my buttons. And I, I just really have always loved this game. There's supposedly an expansion coming out for it. Hey, so. they put out a an up an update that, that showed something other than the box. Yes. So I mean that There's, that's progress right I, there. It will come. I, I I'm, no I'm doubt actually now I'm back in, on the train of I think we might receive it in the next two years. I have a feeling that we're gonna see it beginning of next year. I think we'll get it maybe. It's somewhere January, February. That's my feeling. Can Maybe. I just tell you, uh, I really, like, when I see that I get an email from those guys, I get so excited because oh, I, yeah, like, I feel like it's going to be like a, a role-play game. Like, hey, well, we uh, there were some mobsters that came into the plant, you see? And then they, we, they owed us some money, but we wanted to... No, forget about that. We were not going to talk about that. But anyway, you should just know that we did have to kill him. <laughs> anyway, those Madeira, updates are awesome. Madeira is my M game. Richie, over to you. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, M, I had a lot of M's. Um, this is tough. There's two M's that I really want to take. I'll leave it to Chad. I think Chad will take it. Uh, for my M, I'm going to take Mombasa. Yeah, that's what I figured you would take. And it's still my favorite Fister. 
And just the way he's designing games lately with the story. <laughs> it might be I don't that think way forever. Anything else is going to compete with it. So, <laughs> but it's a fantastic game. It's probably a good thing that he doesn't have a story-driven part in Mombasa. <laughs> yes. Well, he. I mean, technically, they do write a little story at the beginning saying that this is not Africa as we know it. This is a fictional, fictional Africa and yes. a different... With all the same times as everything yes. that was back then, <laughs> but, you know, hey. uh, but it is a solid game. It mixes a lot of mechanisms together uh, that work real well. Uh, but I love the area control in the middle. I also love just the trying to push up the tracks and yeah. trying to screw over whoever you think is in first place by trying yeah. to get the other people to push them back. And then hopefully you sneak <sighs> into the win. I need so. We need to play that here yes. soon. We haven't played in a long time. That's, it has been a while. Sounds great. Yeah. All right. right. So that's my M. Uh, For my N, I will take Nippon, my favorite What's Your Game game. Uh, It is one that I actually have not been able to play it in a while. I think the last time I played it, I played it with you and Brent. We played a three-player game. Yeah. And then I've played it online a couple times here recently, but it's been a little bit. It's one I need to get back to the table as well. And and I think I'm probably a little bit better at it now that I understand what your strategy you use yeah, and how right. you use it but yeah because uh but it's you're talking about the kicking each kicking yourself out kind of thing uh it's yes the, yeah. yeah yeah that's where once you get that down you're yeah. i mean the much better off yeah you're much better off yeah so well, that's a great yeah. game all right pawn for my I, third pick i, I think pretty I, much could have wrote those two down without even you needing to say either one of those i so. think that that hits a nice that game hits a nice sweet spot of uh, complexity and rules yes. overhead for a Definitely. what's your game game. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that for that reason. Okay. All right. Well, uh, for my end, you know, no surprise here. My favorite, uh, if you want to call it a civilization building game, uh, no question about it. My favorite end is nations. And it's one of my favorite. It's still one of my favorite games. I, I, I love the, the interaction. I love the, the decision making of what cards to go for and, and, or, I mean, you're building up your military that round or, you know, you know what, all the different things that you have the option of doing. I feel like the player interaction is, is so strong in the game. I just, I absolutely love it. And I mean, I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. I know through the ages is more a more popular game for most people, but when it comes right down to it for me, I mean, nations is, is, is top dog. And, uh, yeah, so, so I'm going to go with my my N. I, I'd give an honorable mention, but I won't do that yet. Cause yeah, Chad don't do that yet. Yeah. <laughs> We're still picking um, it. Uh, I, <laughs> I, just, I said I have an honorable mention that was, <laughs> would work in a situation sure. that I really uh-huh. like. But anyway. So. Uh, by the way, I think they're reprinting that, I've heard. So yeah, that'll be exciting do, uh, when they do that. The new publisher. So yeah. it's going to be new art and everything. Yeah, which... That, that might be good because I never really enjoyed the art that no, much. She, uh, there's the box some, cover is There's some weird rough. faces on there. Yeah, Not as bad as a Great Western Trail face, but, you know. <laughs> wow. Okay, so uh, I am going... I like those guys. Brent, Dan, and I were going to go dress up with those guys at, at uh, Gen Con. I would <laughs> love that. That would you know? be... Well, now they're gone, though. Yeah. <laughs> that's also been reprinted. Yeah, that's all right. Mm, you know, I, would, so. I would love that. So I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to pick your, probably your honorable mention, and I'm going to go with Newton as that, my end. That was definitely my honorable mention. This is from the Italian contingent, of course, and uh, they really hit my sweet spot with this one because although it is that multiplayer solitaire, it is such a great puzzle, and it feels really good to take those cards and tuck those cards and then be better at doing actions. It's just like, oh, this is what I do. Now I'm going to do this action really well. And, of course... Uh, 
I have not played nearly as much as some people have, and and the bookcase strategy always seems to be a really strong one um, that you need to manipulate to get those really high scores. But uh, this is fun solo, too, to be honest with you, because it's such a multiplayer solitaire game. It's a great puzzle, and I really enjoy it, and that's Newton. The little mini expansion is actually very good, and that kind of opens up some other avenues that you can go down to. Totally yeah, so. I, I think the expansion was very cool with the dual cards and mm-hmm. the, yeah, yeah. I it, it is 100% you are in your own world doing your own thing for the most part. You, it's a couple of races where, you know, getting those special tokens or whatever, but sure. for the most part, you're doing your own thing, but it's such a good puzzle that I don't mind it in that game. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. No, great pick. Thank you. Uh, the last one, I'm going to go with what Richie, Richie expected. I just this game gives me such warm feels. I can't not pick my favorite Carl Chudik game, which is Matai and I. Uh, I really, really like Matai and I. I like the snappiness of the multi-use cards, and uh, I would play this every night if I could, if I had somebody to play it with. Wow, it's on Yakata now. I know is you hate really? online games, but yeah, they just I added Yakata. Okay, I've played twenty games in the oh. past forty-eight hours. Oh my gosh! Okay, well, it is. And I almost drafted it over Mombasa because honestly, it may be higher than the the amount that I'm playing it. It yeah. may be, it may end up higher than Mombasa. It's such a great game, it. right? It's fantastic. Oh my gosh, Clef, we got to we got to teach you again. I okay. think you would actually enjoy it. Okay. All right, I'm up for it. Oh wow, Man, no Marco Polo was there. You have it. Well, that's no, voyages, it, yeah, of Marco Polo. Well, but there's Marco Polo, Marco Polo too. too. It's not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah well, I, I, I honestly don't like Marco Polo too as much as I like Voyages of Marco Polo. So okay. anyway, right. Matai and I, okay, and good. you know what? You would scoff at this, but if I was going to have a M honorable mention, it'd either be Mark Hybo or Marvel Champions, which is my favorite solo game, mm. which I know you're, that's not your thing and that's okay, but I'm enjoying it I, as a solo. Uh, my City was uh, also yep, on my list. That right? was on there too. On too so. I was shocked that you didn't. Well, you're you're done with magic, I understand, but that's you know that's an M game that's pretty influential, and then that you didn't pick poker for P. I mean, you know, that's a that is a game, and it's on Board Game Geek. I'm I'm not disagreeing with okay. you, but uh, the the stress is a lot less playing Pax Premier than it is playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> well, you um, like tight games though, and there's nothing tighter than poker. Yeah, but. I can lose lots of money in that. Which, <laughs> remember, I've, I played professionally for two years, and yeah. there's a reason why I don't play professionally anymore. All right, so, all right. Okay. So, oh, Pipeline is my old game. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I like it. I, oh, I'm almost... Princess of Florence. <laughs> oh, wow. This is, uh, I mean. You can do there it. There is, is an, an O game. There is oh. a very good O game that I know a lot of people like. I used, I mean, it was okay. It got a little samey for me, but it's still a very solid game. So I'm going to take it just because quite honestly, there's nothing really else to take. So I will take Orly. All right. Oh, all right. Oh, wow. I I didn't think you were going to go. Okay. My goods. Yeah. That's what I thought you were going to go with. No, no, no. That expansion kind of killed that for me. Yeah. It did me too. Yeah. It it really did me too. You got to stop writing. Yeah. Alexander. And then the board game even did it worse. So yeah. Uh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so Orlean, uh, bag building game. Yeah. Um, Yeah. When I really enjoyed this game when it first came out, it just, it got a little samey for me. I mean, there was definitely a, kind of a formula to go with or whatever I feel like, but, um, but it's still an interesting game where you're getting to choose 
when you pull your tokens out, where you can put them to then get more of different people, or you can get like technologies, or you can go do traveling. Um, a, a very, very cool game that, uh, you know, I, I still, like if somebody right now said, hey, do you want to play it? I would say, hey, have you ever played Age of Steam? But after if they said, no, let's not play, I'd say, okay, sure, I'd play it. Um, I know there's a very ringing endorsement for this game, but it is a very solid O game, and I really didn't have much else. So Well, see, or, so there you go. That was That's why I said, or at Labora, <laughs> or Oli yeah. Add on Mars and Orleans is my, my two O games. I knew that would be, would from, be yours, yeah. yeah. It's on yeah. my list of I need to play it this year to yeah. see if I need to keep my deluxe version or move on well it's it's yeah. michelle's uh, our friend michelle it's yeah. her favorite game and she's got like a chest like a yeah. wooden chest yeah. of it it's beautiful yeah. Yeah. and uh and consequently uh our friend vince of the uh crisis table flip walk off oh i miss vince yeah, i know right he that that's his favorite game because one day he said yeah. to me like well, i want to play a game where every worker does something different because of what they are and i was like well, let's That's try cool. this. All yeah. Right. And so, you know, he really loved it. So okay. very yeah. cool. All right. It's, it's still good for what it is. And if yeah. you don't have it and you think you, you know, you like deck building or bag building, uh, you know, Capstone's putting out the, the reprint now they own it. So oh, there nice. you go. And the trade and intrigue expansion is fantastic. Yes. So. It, it yes. did yes. do a good job. I agree with that. And right. I will say, and I know this isn't you guys' bag, but the solo, uh, the other expansion that can be cooperative, they have good solo expansions. I played the too, solo like, on that. Yeah. It worked well. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'm well, gonna finish off with a P. Bring it home with the palaces of Carrara, and yeah. this is gonna get mm. no love because never really. I, I think it got a small release in the U.S. I loved it, but I, not enough people have played it, and that's why no. I didn't pick it. But I really like that game. Uh, and this is uh, Kramer and Kiesling, and it's just a little game. I mean, you can play it on Yakata and Board Game Arena, mm -hmm. so it it is it have is you, playable. We, you can I check it this out. One? Yes, you have played it. Okay. Um. It, it ended quick. It's one of those games that, one, you think that it's going to go longer than it will. But if you're playing with someone who knows how to play the game, it, they're going to rush the end. And then that's what happened in our game. It was, I think it was me, you, and Josh. Potentially Chad was there. I'm not sure. But I ended the game very quickly. Was this back in Broken Leg Day? It might have been, actually. Okay. Right. Yeah, I think it was. I yeah. wasn't there for that, but I yeah. think that play was. Okay. Uh, that's what's great about it, though, is because you can decide when you want to score things, mm -hmm. and then you're sort of in control of the end game too. So yeah, and it comes with uh, if you can track down a copy, it comes with the expansion. At least the one I bought, the German copy that I bought, comes with the expansion, and I would always play with that because that mixes up the scoring that you're going after. And that's what I love about this game is that every game is different as far as the way the scoring goes. And I mean, the actual me uh, mechanisms in the game are going to be the same, but. Changing up that scoring every game really changes how you play and what you go after. A fantastic game if you get a chance to play it. Like I said, it's online if you want to try it. Highly recommend. Uh, I think this is getting a reprint as well, actually. Oh, nice. I yeah. have heard something about it. So Yeah, it needs one. Yeah. It's a fantastic game. Yep. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, that's our list. What do we got there, Clef? All right. So we've got Richie with On Mars, Mumbasa, Nippon, and Palaces of... Carrara? Yeah, okay. that's a hard-to-beat list right okay. there. Uh, I have PAX Premier 2nd Edition, Madeira, Nations, and Orleans. Good. And then Chad has a Ora and Labora, Patchwork, Newton, and Motainai. 
Wow, uh, I'm getting beat. I'm actually surprised you didn't take. I, I almost thought beat. you were going to go with another Rosenberg in Newsfjord. I almost took Newsfjord, but I was like, <laughs> I, I can't be the all Newsfjord. <laughs> or I can't Rosenberg. be the all Rosenberg. But I, I really like that game too. Okay. So, all right, well, let's talk about the last draft that we had. All right. So last time we gave the results of the draft, which was that I won by a fair margin, and that means that I am the judge of the next board court and I'm ready for uh, you guys to go do your research because you are going to argue which is the better game. It's not going to be a same designer proposition like it was last time, but I think we should probably make you buy the game if you lose. I like it. Uh, yeah. So here is, or you have to play it five times. Okay. One of those two. Days. Yep. All right. Well, well, let me hear what my game is okay. here right. before I agree. to So clef. You are here to argue why Root is <laughs> such a fantastic game, all right? And why why it's the best game you've played in a long time. Richie, you are here to argue why Navigador is uh, Gertz's best game and uh, why you think it's way better than Root. Wow. <laughs> I like you better as the judge, Clef. I'm going to say that. <laughs> so, wow. Gentlemen. Navigador versus Root. Yes. All right. Yep. Uh, Navigador is a heck of a good game. <laughs> now, wait a minute. If you lose, you have to buy the game. Buy or play it. Or play, or play it. it five that's, times. That's five fair, times. yeah. If you, if you win, you don't have to do that. No, if you no, win, yeah, if you, you win, don't have to do anything. Oh, man. I am... I'm, I'm going to need you to take my inner Dan Smith and bring it out for Root Ooh, here. That sounds like, that's the worst thing I've heard today is an inner Dan Smith. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Oh. All right. Well, that should be something to look forward to. In the meantime, we're going to do what uh, what Clef suggested, right? We're going we're gonna to revisit that Board Game Geek Top 10 because it's changed. Or top 100. Top 100, excuse me, because it's changed so much. So, uh, yeah, as I was saying, kind of in our opening, we did this, it's been well over a year. It might be well, closer to two I years. I think it's been a couple of years. Yeah, since we've did the, done this. So I thought this would be kind of a fun thing to kind of go back through and talk about these games and see what kind of maybe is new that's, that's jumped up, because I know there's some stuff that has wasn't there certainly two years ago. Uh, so this time we're going to start with 100. And we're not going to do 10 an episode. We're just going to do five games an episode. So... We're going to milk this, you know, we're going to make everybody have to kind of wait, you know, to, to get up to that number one game, you know? Uh, so let's just uh, start here and we're going to start with one of Richie's favorite games. Yeah. Number 100, Roll for the Galaxy. My most played game last year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. With the pandemic, I was I was playing like five games a night on Board Game Arena. Wow. wow. Yeah. It was a lot. Does your wife ever say, hey, how about you get off the computer and... Uh, no, I do this. This is how I wind down. You know, Chad, he turns on YouTube videos and falls asleep when he's supposed to be learning rules of games that he's going to teach us. You're, you're playing I, Board Game I Arena. I play games. Board Game Arena. All That's right. how I wind down. Fair enough. <laughs> I give it to you. All right. Um, so we've we've all played it. I think Richie taught it to me and you. Yeah. I thought it was okay. Not, I don't know why. It just didn't, didn't grip me. Yeah. It, I just, because it's so close to Race for the Galaxy, I just would 
always rather play Race for the Galaxy. I get why people like it. Yeah. Um, it's fine. Yeah, people love rolling dice. Yep. And the 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 latest expansion, I really like the the fact that there's a die that you can customize, which is nice. Yeah, that is so a cool idea for if that. If you are into it, then the expansions are definitely worth it. Okay. I wonder what if I guess you could make an expansion for Roll for the Galaxy, maybe where you have those uh, those cards like a Mystic Veil, where you put stuff in them. Maybe oh, that's for like, race. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. That would be interesting. Well, we also decided we're going to rate each one of these games real quick. So okay. let's. So we're just not on an explanation. Scale. Yeah, on the yeah. punch board scale, one yeah. through six. So, Chad, what would you rate this one? Well, you know what? I, I at first I was going to say a three, but because it's been brought out and I've asked, like I've asked actively not to play it, uh, I would give it a two. So okay. it's All a two, but I totally understand why people like it. I'm not sure. saying it's a bad game, but mm -hmm. for me, it's a two. I, I'm going to echo you. I think it's a two for me also. Just not a game that I'm actively wanting to play, and I would definitely try to play something else. So Hey, this might be a good one for board court. It's a oh. six for me. Wow. It is one of my favorite games. Yeah. I'll play yeah. it anytime. There All you right. Go. All right. That, that is a good idea. Race or roll. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, number 99, Mr. Stefan Feld's Trajan. This has taken a, a plummet. I, I think last time we did this, this was yeah. like in the 40s. Yeah. Maybe higher. You know, you know, I think I still have that file of the original 100 oh, that yeah. we did. So, sorry, guys, you're not going to get this episode, but the Next future episode, episodes yeah. all go in that way. I can say whether it, where it was the last episode or if it's brand new to the list. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so, obviously, this is one of Steffenfeld's big hits. Definitely has a lot of, you know, mechanisms all that kind of intertwine. Some people love it. Some people think it's just a bunch of, you know, mechanics just thrown together. I, I mean, I like it, and it's still mechanics thrown together. <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? I agree. Uh, yeah, I so I, I will say, now it's funny because this is a long time ago that I rated it, but this rating is like, a, according to Board Game Geek, I'm looking at it, it says like 9.4. I can't remember Ooh. ever liking it that much. I, wow. I, I think I remember you liking it okay. that much. Yeah, There's maybe, a time where you were really big on Feld. Yeah, I, yeah. I did yeah. like that. But yeah. I, I would even say that this might not be my favorite Feld anymore, you know? Oh, I... I guarantee it is not my favorite Feld. Yeah, no. There's no question. That's Carpe Diem. Um, but I have it ranked as a nine also, and yeah. I definitely would have it a lot lower than that yeah. nowadays. So I had it ranked as a four, and I'm adjusting oh. that to go lower. <laughs> wow. You, he did not. I remember I, this I, was a game I, I, that he really did yeah. not. I have I never it. liked yeah. Trajan. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, Richie, you start us off. What would you rate on the punch board scale? What are you rating uh, Trajan? I think Trajan's a one for me. I have wow. zero desire to play it. Wow. I'm miserable wow. when Oof. I do play it. I'm surprised. Wow. Okay. All right, Chad. I, I'm going to give it, I, I would be between a four and a five. I have it. I still really, really like it. It's a four for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a four for me also. Yeah. So, all right. So far, that's Chad and I right for two games and Richie wrong for two games. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 98, a absolute classic, uh, well, in the sense of it's been out for like five or so years now, but this game is one of the best games out there for a party game, and that's Code Names. Yeah. Yeah. And this looks like just the basic code names. Obviously, I think we all agree we we almost would rather play duet. Sure, more. Yes. Um, when I when I went home for my family vacation, that's the one that I pulled out was duet. You know, for people to play. Um, but uh, but the original code names. I mean, wow! Talk about a a big hit. And that was it was for CGE was was huge. It's a great design. I mean, no, yeah. even if you even if you can find the problems with it or you don't like it, you have to admit like. 
it's just such a great design, which is yeah. why they threw so many d different IPs over the top of it, too. So, yeah. 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 The only problems I've ever had with the game are players. Right. Is that sometimes people yeah. just, they're, they're, they can't come up with a clue, yeah. or they're, they're always doing, yeah. you know, flower Lunch. one. It's yeah. like, what do you, yeah. like, we got to try here. Win here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would agree with you. You it can fall flat if you don't have the right group. Uh, yeah. um, I've even gone as far as having too serious of a group where they're like yes. trying to figure out the, you know, oh, I got to get a three, you know, yeah. type of thing. And it's like, just give a clue, you know. I mean, we're not sitting here trying to figure out, you know, rocket science, here, right? You know, type of thing. But uh, rating wise, for me, I, this is a solid five. I mean, this this game is is a solid five. It's a great game. Um, you know, I, I'm always willing to play it and, you know, it's definitely a suggestion party game wise, you know, that's, that's where I'd put it. So Richie, uh, for me, it's a four, it's a, it's one that uh, if I'm going to play code names, it, it is almost always going to be duet. I can't, I can't yeah. see bring this out at a party. Um, but I would not be upset if it did come out. Okay. So this is another one that's really hard for me because it's between two numbers, but I'm going to go, like we always say, with the lower number if you're waffling. And so I'm going to go with a four as well. I would give it a five just for design chops almost yeah. uh, and respect, but I, four is really my uh, my reflection of wanting to play it. Okay. Uh, so four it is. All right. Number 97, and I'm positive this is brand new to the list. Uh, this is The Isle of Cats. All right. I just thought about, you know, how we're rating all these games. What happens when we come to games we've not played? But anyways, um, <laughs> have we all play, uh, have we all played this? I have. I have, yeah. I have too. Okay, yeah. so a great tile-laying game. Yeah. Very interesting in how they incorporated the cards with the tile-laying. Yeah, so we get... I, I just played a game of this the other night. My uh, wife and son like the family variant where you're not doing the card drafting, which is fine. You know, it, it's a lot easier that way. Um, but I really, I think it's smart with the cards, the drafting of it, and the the baskets. You know, you have to have the the baskets to kind of carry the cats back in, and so the, those resources of being able to pay for the cards and stuff in that way are, are really interesting. So I I enjoy the the push and pull. Plus, I, again, I know that the, I'm talking to the wrong group, but the solo game for this is a really interesting puzzle. Really yeah. interesting. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I I ended up selling my copy. Yeah, it was a solid game, but it just wasn't. It, it just didn't do anything for me as far as if I was. I would just always pull off patchwork if I'm going to play that type of game okay. for the most part. Uh, obviously, this plays more players, right. but uh, usually I'm playing two player games anyway. So for me, it it fell a little flat, but it was still a solid solid mm. design. Uh, the only play I've gotten of it was at the very end of ATB Con. Uh, Jason Brent was teaching, and it was like it was a five-player game, Oof. and yeah, and I think, and then Ryan Freshman kept wanting me to go do darts while in the middle of the game. So, <laughs> but I still thought it was very interesting, and I liked, I liked the tile lane, and I liked how you know trying to match up different cats, and but you know also trying to get spots and stuff. Uh, you know, I, I thought it was an interesting game. Definitely would be would play it again. I don't know if it's a game I'm gonna. It's not a game I'm gonna go purchase. But if somebody said, "Hey, you want to play it?" I'd be up for it. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I would say for me, um, and I my I'll just come right out and say it. My rating uh, is gonna be a four. And I I like I like patchwork by itself. But I think this is when I want to do a little bit more planning with my tile laying and right. and have a little bit more to think about. Um, yeah. And, and like I said, the flexibility uh, of the game is what I really like there, too. Sure. Uh, I'm coming in at a three. 
I mean, maybe it's, I'm more of a dog person. We have two dogs. I, I'm 100% with you there. So. I don't yeah, love the cats theme, at all. The theme matters in this, <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, even on the box, they have a place for a cat to sit. In. I know. <laughs> My dogs can't fit in there. So I'm going with a three. Oh, wow. Um, I am also going to go with a three just simply because my one play it was a little long and so, but, but I still would be willing, like I said, play it again. But I, at this moment, I got to come in at a three. So, all right. That's our first agreement on a yeah. one. Okay. So the last one we're going to do for today is uh, somebody's former number one yeah. game. I'm very interested to see what this is for somebody. This is Lorenzo. El Magnifico. And this was just outside of the top 100, if I remember correctly, when we did oh, this. Oh, I think it might have been. Right. Yeah. yeah, like so it it's, didn't, it's climbed a little there. bit. So, um, I will assume we will assume this with the expansion. So just, or I mean, or do you want to say, no, it, it's not the expansion because it just says the base Well, game I mean, game. I'm going to rate it My based rating on is the expansion. Based right. Expansion. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. I was just, it was verifying. So, uh, Richie, why don't you tell us a little bit about this game? So since it was your former number one. Uh, I mean, it's a fantastic engine builder. You got worker placement. Also tableau building. Also tableau building. <laughs> a little bit of tableau building. <laughs> uh, and yeah, just fantastic game, especially when you throw in that uh, expansion. Honestly, always buy it with the expansion. Yeah. And if the expansion's out of print, you know, buy Age of Steam. <laughs> That's it, my it, suggestion it, to you. It is a really <laughs> great game. I mean, like the expansion spun me around on that game. It was a good game, and the expansion really Ooh. rocketed it up there for me. This was actually one of the first games I think I ever taught Chad. You know, this was way back early in the day, and I remember Chad just being like, "Oh my god, I got to pick a card." And he was so nervous, and I think you told me afterwards you just felt like there was so much information that you had to take in, which is the only bad, I mean, when you first play this game about what to do, yeah, and then somebody's sitting there looking at you like, oh my God, I got to pick a card or whatever. But I think after a few plays, once you start to know the cards, you know, which is, any game mm -hmm. is, is going to be that way. But uh, the expansion obviously is amazing for this game. But I'll still say, I mean, the base game is still a very solid game. I mean, there's no question about it. Yeah. This would have still been in your top, 1520 even without the expansion back sure in the day. yeah i mean no, it's I'd, not yeah. like it's any slouch but right certainly if you can get the expansion i'd definitely yeah, go I, with it so. i just love that i try to shoehorn in the the auction for like player powers and stuff like that yeah into any game in any yeah. game because honestly exactly. i talk about doing it with crescent yeah. city cargo the other day and you hadn't even played the game no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like oh let's do that yeah, yeah. no uh, i love that part about the expansion where you just yeah. have to bid like yeah. You know, it's that, I don't know, there's that party game where you like, I can name this many in this much time, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever it yeah. is. It feels like that, and that's uh, fun. Uh, solid five for me. Absolutely great game, 100% five. Chad? Yeah, they, uh, as you said, the only thing that holds us back for a first-time play is that the problem is it's so front-loaded. Like, at yeah. the beginning of the round, you've got, I believe it's 16 cards come out. 16 cards with the iconography. If you're learning it for the first time, you're just like, whoa, every round is just 16 cards. But those cards don't change after subsequent plays. You pretty much, except with the expansion, you have a few that change out. But really, yeah. you just have the same yeah. cards. Some of them, though, you need the expansion or the Kickstarter to even explain what they do, though. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's, that is true. You just got to yeah. buy it all. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and really, playing the online version is the best way to do it, right? There you go. <laughs> well, on Yukata, not the app. Don't buy that app. <laughs> not that app. Don't buy the app in Steam. That's that's Oof. a waste of your money. That was rough. Well, I will give it a five. Okay. That's my rating. Uh, it's, it's still a six for me. It's, okay. it's still in my top ten. I think it's in the top five. So, yeah. Okay. All right. Excellent. All right. So, there we go. Um, 
that we're just we're 100 through 96 is done. There you go. It's now, down. And we'll, we'll do this uh, every episode. And uh, all you got to do now is uh, you guys just got to go and get your notes ready and your research so that uh, Judge Chad can hear Ugh. about Root. I, I really, I thought we were kind of screwing over Clef this time by giving him Root and then you were going to give me something. <laughs> Like, like grass you know, or age yeah. steam or something where I had no shot at winning. I don't, I don't say sh- how you, oh yeah, I, <laughs> to say, I mean, you're going to have to come up with some really good things on Navigador. <laughs> Chad just didn't want to make me play it five times over the next because <laughs> I'm not buying it. That's what I'm sure. Uh, I can't It'll wait. I'm excited. Uh, hey, send us some mailbag questions so we can stop having live People do our yeah mail eating bags. each other in the bag. Yeah, the bags is yeah. bad. We that's, need mailbag yeah, yeah. questions. That's right. I don't. You can ask us anything. I yeah. mean anything. Yeah, doesn't yeah. have to be board game. Anything. Related. Yeah. I mean, we'll okay. talk about whatever. I don't care. Sure. All right. That wraps up this episode. Punch bunch. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. All right, everybody. Have a great night. Thanks for listening. Punchboard Paradise would like to thank our loyal listeners as well as the publishers and designers that have provided review copies. You can find us at punchboardparadise at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at Punchboarders. We are on Instagram at Punchboard Paradise and Facebook at Punchboard Paradise. Uh, no, I, I like poker a lot, but I, you know, I, I, I guess I'm, you know, magic. I get what you're saying, but you know, for me, uh, yeah, I, I mean, can you edit? <laughs> <laughs> Please put that at the end. Of the I, I'm thinking I'm just going to leave it. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I hate the fact that you just do the editing, but and again, I love it because I don't have to deal with it. All right. Um, all right.